you know it's Santa. Dip. He's making a list. Huh? He's checking it twice. He's making sure you ain't safe, nigga. He white. Nope. Santa Claus ain't fucking around. He ain't. He knows when you are rapping. Nope. He knows what you want to say. say he knows that it's a Kanye song, but that don't make it okay. So. Better not pout, you better not cry, you better not say it, I'm telling you why. Santa Claus ain't fucking alright. God damn it, nigga, get sick. And welcome back to Poor Life Decision. I'm Chris. I'm Doyen, a.k.a. the baby mama. Mm, mm. <laughs> let, me, let me find Get it, some. like baby mama. <laughs> <laughs> like the baby, but I'm his baby mama. Yes, yes. We, we, we got it. <laughs> let me tell you something. We gonna get there. But his baby mama, uh, I guess it was his birthday yesterday as well. Yeah. And she made sure y'all know. We straight over here. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, according to Twitter, we gonna take these hands. She can beat our ass. <laughs> like it's worth it. We gonna have our fun, and he will come right back to you later on. Like right. all the other baby daddies do, they baby mamas. It's cool. It's cool. Yeah. Okay, so do and we you... can all share. <laughs> <laughs> what have you been up to? What have you been doing? Um. You know, just spending money on Amazon, really. <laughs> uh, tell me about it. Uh, Goodness gracious. Yeah. And these little BuzzFeed articles, it'd be like, 20 things you could buy for that person you met one time, but you really click with. And I'm like, okay. And I buy, like, all 20 things. And it's not. <laughs> it's not good. Like, <laughs> I gotta stop getting BuzzFeed money. But, oh. um, so, <laughs> this past weekend, I saw Cats. <laughs> Oh, the God. Let me tell you, on Guardian, <laughs> somebody called it a furry orgy in a dumpster. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds accurate. Like, that sounds about right. <laughs> People at work were talking about they want to see it, and I'm like, no, I don't. It looks horrible. So Cats is actually one of the only uh, Broadway plays that was actually released on VHS, kids. <laughs> uh, it was through a PBS series. It was Cats and Phantom of the Opera. Those are the only two Broadway plays that I know of that have ever been released. Mm-hmm. And so that is how I experienced Cats, was in a classroom on a VHS, and I'm good. Thank you. I actually did enjoy that version um, with mm-hmm. people in costumes. I don't need the CGI. I don't need it. I don't need it. <laughs> well, so, of course, I saw the musical maybe in November, and I was enamored, and I loved it. So, I have my own review that I wanted to read out to y'all really, really quick, and then I'll be done. Number one, Rebel Wilson. Love her, but Danny Annie Dots is not a goofy cat. They shouldn't have made her goofy. Two, Jason Derulo did the most, except for when he was supposed to, and opted for a comfortable note. Go big or go home, sis. Number three, Mungo Jerry and Rumple Teaser throw the whole song away. Four, Taylor Swift was on for a limited time. I approve. 
Five, I felt very uncomfortable when Idris didn't have his coat on. It was like looking at a furry version of his body. It was kind of weird. Six, I'm still coming to terms with old Deuteronomy being a woman. Seven, Jennifer Hudson did what she was supposed to do. And for that, we stand. I did want to wipe her nose like a snotty mouth kid for half of the movie, though, because she was just crying the whole time, and it was just not. Anyways, eight, Mr. Mistopheles has swag. He wasn't afraid to do magic and should not have been painted like that in the movie. And nine, the new girl cat they wrote in was cute enough. <laughs> so that is my review for cats. Um, yeah, I don't know if I would tell people to go spend their money to watch it. Maybe when it hits like bootleg on I mean, Amazon Fire Stick. I mean. <laughs> If I'm going to see it, it is definitely going to be <laughs> when it comes out for free. <laughs> hey, have you tried to use your... Wait, have you tried to use your Fire Stick lately? Like, I honestly haven't even plugged it in for me moving. Okay. <laughs> I mean, I use mine every day, but I meant, you know, in the non-traditional sense. <laughs> <laughs> so the guy who created the Kofi app i think it's kofi or cody it's cody uh that's the guy who um created that app got arrested um Mm -hmm. like they took all his shit and people were saying that it wasn't working anymore i haven't tried it since Mm -hmm. then uh because i've just been so far behind on things that i legitimately you know in the traditional way can watch so um i've just been wondering has anyone tried it y'all let us know i think (laughs) I think I googled that story at like three o'clock in the morning one morning, and I saw like there wasn't really any long lasting issues about it. But again, I just haven't used it. <laughs> well, I didn't see anything about the app working in the story. That's just what I was hearing other people say was that it wasn't working, and I had not tried right. it for myself to see. So I just wondered, hmm. But I've been so far <laughs> behind on other things that it's like eh. so anyway um what else has been going on with you or what are you drinking um i am drinking maker's mark and ginger ale and i want to call it in kentucky ginger <laughs> <laughs> okay because you know how i am <laughs> that sounds good i don't think i've ever had any maker's mark Honestly, I used to think it was super expensive, and then I was at the liquor store. I was like, "It's only twenty dollars." No, so, it's not. It's so I not. Like ex- it. It's really smooth. Yeah, it's not super expensive. I just I'm just cheap. I've never <laughs> had the. I don't know the reason. I don't know. <laughs> you just got on Jameson. It's gonna be amazing. I, I just got on Jameson, people. Okay. <laughs> And since we went there, let me just go ahead and start off with what I'm drinking. I am drinking Jameson tonight. <laughs> Jameson and Coke. Um, <laughs> just going off what I already had in the house because I... <laughs> ba- well, I had some Truly, um, but I wanted to save that. <laughs> um, and I had a couple other things, too. Of course, you know, I have wine. I'm telling you, I'm just addicted to that black box Merlot. It is just so delicious. And I tried a different brand recently. It was another box wine. I don't remember the name of it, but it was gross. And so 
All mm-hmm. boxes are not created equal. That's all I'm going to say. No. <laughs> it was gross. Um. Anyway. Well, guys, I have just been, um, you know, trying to adult and carry on. And um, what, what all have I been doing? <laughs> I've been cleaning what, up. Getting what has ready. grandma added to the menu now? <sighs> she hasn't. So she hasn't added anything, but I've tried one last time to get out of <laughs> spaghetti by suggesting we have I make a pasta salad for the fish fry. I just think that goes over a little better than spaghetti. But don't get me mm-hmm. wrong. I listen, I grew up in a black Baptist church, okay? Anytime there's a fish fry, there's going to be spaghetti with it. All right, fine. But I don't want that. That's not what I want. And I'm supposed to be the host. So, but clearly that means nothing because now everybody on this side of the Mississippi is coming to my house. And so I had a little (laughs) meltdown, a little temper tantrum. And like, I I knew Granny had something up her sleeve and she knew how I was going to react because she was talking to me so sweetly. And it's just like, oh, well, what you watching? Well, tell me about that show. Okay, she never does that. <laughs> I'm like, what are, what are you up to? And I know this is morbid, but the way things have been going, I really thought she was going to tell me like somebody else close to me had died. And so I was like clenching, mm-hmm. like waiting. And she was like, well, it looks like so-and-so is going to come and they're going to bring the drinks. And I mean, <sighs> anyway, I'm just not, I'm just not even going to go into it. I'm just not going to go into it, but. That's all I've been doing lately is trying to clean my house to prepare for people being here. I finally um, got one of the guest bedrooms (laughs) situated (laughs) for granny. Like, I was like, hmm, I could have done this a long time ago. It looks nice in here. (laughs) So that's that's been my life lately. It's just still unpacking. So anyway, that's all. Just... Preparing for people to be in my house and drinking Jameson. Um, <laughs> really, I don't have much in way of television other than Star Wars. I really, let me tell you, I really enjoyed it. I thank everybody for watching. It was just like I said. I was <laughs> like, listen, Doyen, I really want to like get the you know listeners to watch. Um, Star Wars with me. It's probably going to only be three of us, but still, I want to do it. And lo and behold, every night it was about three people interacting with me. So I thank the three of you. <laughs> and it wasn't always the same three. So I thank y'all. Um, it was very good. I have not yet gone to see um, the new film, The Rise of Skywalker. I will go see it. You know, it just came out uh day before yesterday. I cannot do crowds, so I have to wait a couple more days. I'll probably go to the first matinee showing probably day after Christmas. Maybe it won't be too many people. Oh, wait, there will be plenty of people out the day after Christmas shopping, but maybe they won't be at the movies. So <laughs> hopefully I can... Hopefully it's at the... Oh, let me tell you, Doyen. So I was supposed to go see Queen and Slim, right? Why is at the ghetto theater? Like, oh, and I'm it's like, already there. I'm like, <laughs> but I don't like well. going to that theater. Oh, it's I been know. there. It's been at that theater. I just, I, 
Listen, y'all, I live in... I, okay, this is going to sound... I live in a small town. There are only two movie theaters. I know that doesn't mean much because in a lot of towns, there are none. But what really irks me is when they play the same movies. So they're both playing a lot of the same movies. If y'all weren't trying mm-hmm. to play, and in all honesty, what I'm calling the ghetto movie theater is really the newer one, but they don't mm-hmm. have the nice seats and the nice food and the nice alcohol <laughs> like the <laughs> other one. So I call it the ghetto one because <laughs> it's just a regular movie theater. So it's <laughs> like, why are y'all playing the same movies? <sighs> So now I have to like gather up all of my mustard and I changed my mind and didn't go that day because I was just pissed. So now I have to go see two movies. I have to muster up and go to the ghetto <laughs> to see Queen and Slim. Please I, do. We need to discuss. I mean, I want to, but I'm really upset about this. I really like those seats. Okay. It was in my <laughs> bougie theater, but it was literally... I've never seen a theater with three rows of seats, but that was the one that they put us in (laughs) for Queen and Slim. (laughs) Because that's how many people they expected to come see it. Uh, I saw a white person there. I was like, what? (laughs) Oh, the white people go. They go to the black movies. Trust me. Because, you know, I don't go to movies when they first come out. I wait a long time. So by the time I go, it's usually me and the whites. It's the white people. Yeah, it's me and the white. Every every single I I'm I'm admitting this. Forgive me. Every single Tyler Perry move I've been to. Yes, I've been to some. Not all, but I've been yeah. to some. It's okay. Every I single Tyler Perry. No, 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 no. I did not do any of the moves. But all of the Tyler Perry films that I go to see, it is me and the whites because I wait so long ago. Um, so I guess TV movie wise, um, I was sick most of last week and I was working from home with air quotes. I was Um, about to say she used air quotes, (laughs) y'all. So literally I've been on Amazon Prime. I watched one Christmas movie and they're like, other people watch this one. And then I go to that one and the next one and the next one. So I've been getting my whole (laughs) horrible, predictable predictable rom-com Christmas life. Like, to a point where, like, I'll tweet and I'll be like, eight minutes in, I know which guy she's going to fall in love with. Oh, my God. <laughs> or I'll be like, 13 minutes in, I know. <laughs> like, it's so predictable every single time, and I love it. <laughs> I'm having, like, my whole life. <laughs> you know what? Granny really loves those movies, too. So when she gets here, I am going to just put it on Amazon Prime and just First, I'm going to go to your Twitter feed and find which yeah. ones to start her off with. And then start I'm off gonna... with the one, I think it's The Husband from Christmas by Vivica A. Fox. I was going to ask start you which one, one which one had uh, Vivica Fox because you know, like, she grew yeah. up with her mom. So, she likes to see yeah. her in things. So, <laughs> that one. There's so many things I was like, this is so unrealistic. What are y'all doing? <laughs> She loves that one was good (laughs) and then today we're watching one we haven't finished it with marcus houston in it (laughs) and i was like this is classic he is the the prince he is the the black film prince like i can't wait (laughs) (laughs) 
Okay. The only thing that would make me happier is if Eddie show up. <laughs> Eddie wins. <Winslow>. It's who? <laughs> Eddie wins love. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you're right. You're right. He's runner up. No, Marcus is king. Eddie is the prince. Okay. <laughs> Alrighty. You want to move along to current events? Yes. So. This first story was just so beautiful. <laughs> I know, right? It was with BBC News, and uh, this girl was talking about her, how her boss lets them book hangover days. And I'll start with saying the premise was that, like, people who have children get some, like, business perks. Like, they could be like, oh, I gotta, you know, get out of school. My kid has a play, or, you know, my kid's sick. I can't be at work. And us people who don't have kids don't get those kind of perks. So, um, in order to, A, like, just encourage honesty with their boss, they have hangover days. <laughs> Which I want to say that I assumed that at this particular company, they had other parent perks. Because yeah. being out with a sick kid isn't a perk, but... When I read that, I thought, okay, they must be offering other things to parents. So I'm glad you mentioned, like, school plays and things like that. Didn't even think about that. And people yeah. are always leaving my job, like, well, I got awards day. I got this. I got that. And I just look at them like, hmm, okay. <laughs> and part of this is um, this company is a digital marketing agency company. A lot of times they don't pay you worth shit. So they have to give you perks <laughs> to make you stay. <laughs> So, um, yeah, so she said that Ellie, the girl in the article, said that she had two hangover days for when she'd been out with her friends, and then three from being out on work nights, which I totally get because advertisers are alcoholics, and, yeah. you know, <laughs> that especially, like, even in my old company when we'd have, like, a Christmas party on a Thursday night, some people call out on Friday because they're hungover, and I'm like... You bitch, yeah. learn how to take your alcohol. <laughs> <laughs> but um, they did call it a sexed up work from home day, which I thought was weird. But I know, uh, right? <laughs> they're calling it an attractive perk. And it does sound nice. But again, like I feel like it shouldn't be in exchange for paying people better. But <laughs> it's still a nice perk to have. And I appreciated the fact that they were like, well, it just kind of keeps you from having to lie. But to me, right. if I'm hunk over, I am sick. So this is a sick day. Right. <laughs> but yeah, um, I just also want to point out that Ellie is 19. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, I realize this is somewhere else. I forgot where it was. I pulled this article from a tweet and the tweet said where this was, but I don't remember. But I was like, damn, yeah. Ellie, 19, and she got a, like, job job? And she, well, I had a job job at 19. But oh, yeah. I not, forgot. What? <laughs> 19 is when you're in college. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I also worked full-time when I was in college, so I had a job job. Um, But it was mm -hmm. like, damn, Ellie is living life. <laughs> right. Shoot. Uh, so next up, I'm so excited about this. Um, Uza Aduba is joining Lupita Nyong'o in Americana miniseries. Americana was the first book I read from Chimamanda, and I super loved it. Um, 
in a way, it romanticizes going back to your ex and did fuck me up for a second. But <laughs> otherwise, it was a great. <laughs> and going back to Nigeria, which I'm also not doing. <laughs> but um, so, yeah, so Aduba is going to be playing Auntie Uju, which was uh, Ifemelu, who is the main character's young aunt and confidant. And I'm so excited just to see both of those. Plus, you know, of course, um, Uzo is Nigerian. <laughs> but it just makes me happy all around. <laughs> when I first saw this, I thought, okay, this means I'm going to have to first find my Americana book and then I'm going to have to finish reading it because I never finished it. And yeah. I don't know where it is. <laughs> So, (laughs) but I'm going to find it and I'm going to finish it. And it wasn't that it wasn't good. It's just that it was one of the, you know how I have certain books like I did with those, um, you know, two dark, three dark crowns, whatever. I have certain books that I read, like only when I go to the beauty salon and it Mm. was just one of my beauty salon books and somewhere in transit, I don't know where I left it. (laughs) So yeah, there's that. that. So I probably should just order another one because I don't... That one is probably... It's probably sitting on the table with the Jet magazines. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like I read it with the intensity that I read, like, Twilight in college. I don't know what I was going through at the time, but (laughs) I I read it super hard. (laughs) But, yeah, I'm excited. And I was... I never say her last name right. Um... Deny or Okoye, <laughs> but uh, so happy to see that she's gonna be was it produced? She's gonna be the showrunner. I was like, okay, girl, mm-hmm. do your thing. <laughs> I had because all the buzz I had been hearing about this, I, I didn't hear her name. So to hear that she's actually gonna be the showrunner, like, I'm excited and I'm ready. Come on, HBO, I want to see what this guy looks like. I watched, oh, um... I've seen, I think I've. I think I've used him in a meme before. Um, His name is Zachary Momo. And yes, I would come back from the States to be with him. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) That's cute. Anyways. Uh, Yeah. So Um, I'm super excited. I cannot wait um, to watch it. I know. Me too. (laughs) Uh, What's that? So... (laughs) This Missouri church leader tried to pay for sex on Grinder with the Arby's card. And I Where's the meat? I'm going to be the one that says that I wouldn't be mad at that. <laughs> Isn't yeah, that Arby? That's like, where's yeah. the meat? We have the meat. Du, du, we du, have du, the du, meat. Du, du, du. Yes, that's it. I know it was something with meat. <laughs> It's the most testosterone-filled commercial. It really is. I don't even really like Arby's like that. Like, they have these potato wedges that are like 50 million calories a piece, but they are divine. Like, I love them. That's probably about all I like from Arby's. Uh, Roast beef sandwiches. (laughs) Oh, I don't like roast beef. Oh, they have those market-fresh sandwiches. Like, the Mm -hmm. turkey sandwiches. Those are super good. Oh, all I want is their roast beef sandwiches. And I get the double. And then I eat it too fast. I have to like sit back and breathe. <laughs> <laughs> That's how you know it's like it's in good. my esophagus. 
I had to take a break every single time. I'm like, every time I'm like, girl, before I start the sandwich, I'm like, just eat it slowly and, you know, chew it. And no, every single time, halfway through, I'm like, <sighs> listen, well, you need to hit Mr. Man up because, or, well, I guess he's not interested in us. So no. there's that. <laughs> Tell me why, like, I was looking and, like, in an Apple, you can see, like, your previously downloaded apps. And Grindr's there. I'm like, what the hell is wrong with me? Why did I download Grindr? Why did you download Grindr? I don't know. I don't even remember downloading Was Grindr. it for market research purposes or something? I don't know. <laughs> I cannot tell you why I downloaded Grindr. Uh, well, let's not do that but, again. Uh, yeah, I mean, they don't want me there. <laughs> yeah, so he was trying to get people with the Arby's card, and I'm like, man, you only wanted women. <laughs> you so he me. was hitting up college students um, on Grinder and telling them that he wanted to be their sugar daddy, but he would pay them in filling up their cards with gas, <laughs> which, as a college student, I'm just saying. Yes. <laughs> I'm not mad at it. He's like, I'll buy you clothes, which I mean, the clothes probably wasn't what I would want. But then also the Arby's card. <laughs> you have to meet. And he was also, I don't know if he was a professor or if he was, yeah, he was a professor at a nearby university. Um, So yeah, he was just hitting up students and was like... <laughs> let me be your sugar daddy for some gas money and a sandwich and it's church of christ too (laughs) right right and so one of the students you know found this appalling which he had to go ruin it for everybody like if you didn't want your sandwich if you didn't want your gas money that week just leave old boy alone but no he had to go turn him in so the police put up a to catch a predator sting and caught him or whatever. And when they caught him, he was like, the first thing he says is, I'm not doing anything illegal with minors. I'm just trying to help students out. <laughs> like, <laughs> sir, <laughs> sir. So, of course, you know, the university uh, dismissed him. And mm-hmm. I don't know what they said. I don't. I don't know if they had an update about what... It wasn't immediately clear if he was yeah. still in his leadership role at church. Yeah, but they did know, point out... Will cut that... you off quietly. Yeah, well, they did point out that this specific church was, you know, they've made plenty of homophobic comments in the past. No one was shocked about that. So, anyway, more power to you. He got the meat. I just... <laughs> I want a sugar daddy to buy me roast beef sandwiches. <laughs> I mean, get, I can afford my it. own roast beef sandwiches. What's wrong with me? What you think about it as an undergrad? Mm-hmm. Free gas, free Arby's. Even at grad school, I was still broke. <laughs> well, I mean, I wasn't broke in grad school. I, well, I was broke, but I wasn't broke. I was working full time by the time I went to grad school. But I wasn't undergrad, well, I was working full time <laughs> undergrad too. So I mean, anyway, gas and free Arby's, like that's a deal. But no, we have the meats. Oh, boy, to mess it up. <laughs> he looks fumbles the rest of our bag. 
<laughs> I hope y'all like Google this story so you can see this man because he looks like a perv. <laughs> he just looks pervy. Perv to perv. Um. <laughs> so this Utah man was found dead in a freezer, but he had a notarized letter saying his wife wasn't responsible for his death. <laughs> and so many questions. Like so, so many questions. <laughs> at first, um, when I first read th- saw this article, I was like, "Oh well, wow, that's mighty convincing." But then, right, you know, as you go on and read it, it's actually—I mean, it's illegal, but it's kind of sweet, and yeah, and I don't know what they're gonna do because the wife has since passed. That's how they found his body. Um, mm-hmm. they suspect that the husband passed away somewhere in maybe 08, 09 and they find him with this notarized letter that said it wasn't his wife's fault but he was a vet and so she probably still needed those benefits and so right. you know it is what it is um yeah and it was notarized maybe uh, a year or maybe some months before when they suspect he passed away because they have him like yeah. going to other they found the woman who notarized it and she was like oh I didn't read it I just notarized it <laughs> so I've got to remember <laughs> to share this story with my secretary because she's a notary and people come up there to get stuff notarized all the time and I know she don't be reading that stuff so I'm gonna <laughs> share this with her like girl don't be notarizing something now you don't know what you're doing right do you get yourself tied up I want to become a notary I wonder how much that costs um I don't know we we paid for her to become one um right. it seems like a, a nice little side hustle <laughs> well we don't well, we don't charge. <laughs> we don't, ch- like, no. now she does it. She, she used to be in a different posi- position before she became mm-hmm. my secretary. So, but once you become a notary, you're a notary. So while she doesn't mm-hmm. do it for us at an official capacity anymore, she still does it. She doesn't charge. So when people come up, yeah. everybody knows she's a notary. People come up, she doesn't charge. But other people, some people charge, but I mean... I mean, I guess it's up to you. Yeah, I'm going to charge. <laughs> what? <Don't worry. laughs> Anyways. Um, so next it, up. Uh, what? You have something else to say? Well, I was just going to say it kind of, this story kind of reminded me of that short story, A Rose for Emily. I don't remember who wrote that. I want to say O. Henry, but I could be lying. It was just one of my favorite short stories from high school. Okay, we can move on. <laughs> um, so I've never heard of that, but I mentioned to somebody that loved Anna Green Gables. And it was my friend. And she was like, I've never heard of that before. She's like, when did it come out? I was like, so I had to like research it. It came out in 1908. I don't know why I was obsessed with Anna Green Gables. Like, I didn't even read it for school. How did I not like, know that? <laughs> I loved Anna Green Gables. I read the whole series. <laughs> I wasn't obsessed with Anna Green Gables. I didn't. I don't know. I didn't. Maybe like it's it. just my old spirit. I really liked it. I loved it. It's like one of my favorite books. But um, 
Yeah. So I was just thought it was funny because I was like, am I that like old minded? <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm over here like all over novels from 1908. But anyways. No. Okay. A rose. So, well, I don't. I don't know how old a rose for Emily is, but it was. You know, the lady. Well, anyway, her lover died, and she kept him in her bedroom, in her bed, dead mm. until he was a skeleton, and he stayed there dead. Sounds anyway. familiar, but I also watch a lot of <laughs> Lifetime movies, so you never know. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So uh, next up, so. Kangaroos are really terrifying human, uh, not humans, beings. <laughs> <laughs> also ostriches, but that's a whole different story. Um, so this kangaroo with bad attitude beat up an elderly woman. It's, he terrorizes the town. So he's six foot tall, <laughs> and he's attacked three people. Um, one being that seventy-two-year-old woman who's taking her dog on an early morning walk. Australia. Australia really is the cesspool of the earth. We really should be <laughs> hanging out there. <laughs> but I'm like, and then the rude ass kangaroo like sneak attacked her. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. So he was really just hiding, waiting. Absolutely. <sighs> Absolutely. He's just like running amok through the town and there's nothing these people can do and and I guess they're used to it because most of them seem pretty understanding most of them were just like I mean it happens I I mean she's not dead <laughs> well, well damn don't <laughs> I mean I'm just saying like he like pushed her down probably beat her the fuck up she had scratch marks was bleeding from either shoulder down on her leg and the front of her body too, but she's still alive. <laughs> well, even though he's rude as fuck. <laughs> so about a month ago, there was actually a kangaroo on the loose in my neighborhood. <laughs> <laughs> Did I not tell you about this? Did I not talk about this? Um, no. Yeah, it was weird. <laughs> but come to find out. Um, on the road behind me, there is a petting zoo and there's a guy that mm -hmm. owns a petting zoo. And so it was his kangaroo. And, um, yeah. So everybody was on the lookout for this kangaroo. And I was like, shit, y'all must have seen <laughs> what I've seen on TV. Like, them bitches can fight. I'm going in the house. I'm going under this garage and I'm going in the house. I'm not going to be out here. Like people were all outside looking for it. No, no, not I. <laughs> I feel like that's like probably a more timid kangaroo than like these. No, the guy world. who the owner said when the notice that he put out, he said she is not friendly. Oh. Uh, yeah. He was very clear about yep. that. Asking us, Beyonce must want attention. She keeps posting pictures. I'm like, girl, go away. <laughs> she knows what she's doing with this. She posting pictures. Rihanna posting shit. You know what? I'm just done with Rihanna. I am done with her. Like the fact that like she was like, I'm listening to R9 and laughing. And I'm like, you bitch. <laughs> I mean, I let out an audible gasp when I saw that. I was like, <gasps> like, <laughs> like, I just, I couldn't believe it. I was like, how dare you? How dare you? I just, 
is inconsiderate. I, this is why I wasn't a stand before. <laughs> it's like, but you know, not that I think this is Rihanna's in Rihanna's case. But for me, if I was an artist and people were like hyping up my next release, it would make me super nervous to put it out. Because yeah. what if it doesn't live up, you know? Now, yeah. for me, Rihanna is the is a pretty dope artist. She's someone that uh, if she does it, I pretty much like it. There's not too much she has that I don't like. There are a couple, of, there's very, very few other people that I feel that way about. Um, Mary, Mary J. Blige being one. Beyonce is another. But now also, that doesn't mean that Beyonce has never had a song that I didn't care for. It doesn't mean that, you know, they yeah. don't never have songs. <laughs> Every I care album for, has a song I don't care for. <laughs> Say what it's now? It's usually at the beginning. <laughs> it's just about every album has a song I don't care for. It's usually at the beginning. <laughs> yeah, like it doesn't mean that I don't, you know, but at large, I pretty much like what they do. So, yeah, I just want her to give it to us. Just give it to us. Like, right. what if what if it drops like December 31st at like 11.53? Or what if it drops on Christmas Day when we're supposed to be with our family? <laughs> I mean... And now I gotta be like, fuck my whole family. <laughs> so, speaking of being with our family on Christmas Day, I bought a Pictionary for us to play. And all I'm saying is, if Rihanna album drop, and we in the middle of Pictionary, fuck this game. <laughs> I don't have time. I'm gonna put on my... Over ears, okay? I'm not even going to put on my earbuds. I'm going to put on my over ears, and I am drowning in this Rihanna music, and I'm going to be trying to yeah. dirty wine, and I'm not going to be listening to what y'all are talking about. That's all I got to say. Yo, that's the real shit that I would do when you with your family. <laughs> that's where I'm going to drop the shit. Even though they at my house, I'm going to be like, uh, talk amongst yourselves. Right. <laughs> the drop cousins. It. Yeah, go ahead. Beyonce dropped her uh, So Happy We're Together album while I was in a movie <laughs> with my friend. Why are you we're both Beyonce fans. <laughs> <laughs> and we had to finish the movie out. I was like, what the fuck? Like, I got to act. Like, I and it was like Bridesmaids in the theater. So I seen the whole fucking movie already before. And now I got to watch this movie again. <laughs> But I really why? just want to listen to the album. <laughs> why do you insist on calling this album So Happy We're Together? Because <laughs> that's what it was. <laughs> I was like, I'm I don't even know the real name of the it. album because you call it that so much that that's now what I call it. The, you know, the They So Happy Day Together album. <laughs> like, I don't even know the name of it because that's what I call it. Listen, I just had to learn the name of it. <laughs> That's what I call it. Oh, anyways, um, sorry. Um, sorry to this woman that got attacked by a kangaroo. Yeah, um, sorry about that. Kangaroo is a rude. Um, and they square so up. Lastly, um, as a Christmas miracle, somebody gave me the seals a job. <laughs> so she will be the permanent fifth co-host in the real. 
solidifying that I'm not going to be watching that show. <laughs> Did you watch it before? There's times, you know, like, when you're, like, at home during the daytime. No. But no, I didn't really watch no. it. <laughs> I watch Friends it's a lot of... when I'm at home during the daytime. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen it before, but mm-hmm. the real is hella annoying. And I don't don't hate Amanda Seals, but she does a lot of annoying shit. (laughs) I don't hate her. Um, I just want her to shut the fuck up. Like, I don't hate her. I want to like her. She is funny. I want her to be quiet. She is smart. (laughs) Um, Yeah. Yeah. But I want her to just shut up. Like, she's super annoying. She gets shit wrong a lot of times. Um, I will say this, the only plus side to it is I do not think she's trying to get attention. Like when I've seen her in interviews, specifically the breakfast club, because they ask her more personal questions and they'll ask her like, yo, why you got on there and did this rant? She sincerely believes in what she says. And this is just the person that she is. Like, she's just an annoying person. That's just who she is. Yeah. I mean, I feel for her because I, too, am an annoying person. <laughs> uh, yeah, mean, I just like, sometimes he's just like... Nobody's just annoying. Sh- you are not Amanda Seals, okay? <laughs> she's just, like, she always says something when she can just say nothing. Right. And you don't do that. So <laughs> she's just, but I'm glad she got a job. I'm always glad for a sister with a job. I don't think she's going to be all insecure. <laughs> I do not think she's going to be all insecure whatsoever. Oh, well, she one filmed last thing. this past season. I don't know. I know, because I'm, I'm, well, I'm saying I know. I don't know. I wasn't there. But in the pictures, She's in the pictures with she them. She's in the pictures. Yeah, no. she's in. Maybe the, she's in. Kill her off. <laughs> I don't know what they're gonna do. I I don't. I don't think her character was gonna flesh out much longer anyway. So yeah, but yeah, in the pictures, she's with them in the in the cast pictures and stuff. Okay, last thing before we go to break. So I watched this movie called Ghosting the Christmas Spirit. And it was the guy that, like, ghosted Issa. And then the little biracial girl from that Freeform show. It was a Freeform movie. And basically, like, they had this first date. And then he texted her. She's, like, giggly at the date. And she got hit and she dies. So as a ghost, she comes back to him. And I was like, I thought I would like the movie, but then the whole movie made me sad because she was dead. <laughs> and I yeah, was like, y'all have a connection, fun. but you dead. <laughs> but that it was like a freeport movie. I feel like um, Mothers Against Drunk Driving or whatever, um, like put money behind the movie just to like scare us from texting and driving. <laughs> it was a little bit emotionally harrowing for me because I was like the whole movie she's dead and I was really sad about that uh, they probably but, did yeah. they had ghost sex though okay no they they ghost did it why why is that not the first time we've talked about ghost sex on this show mm. 
Mm. Yeah. Mm. Apparently, uh, during winter solstice, that's like the thinnest barrier. And so. Oh, shit. They're able to do it around the holidays. Oh, shit. It was really Okay. But, you know. It's okay. available on Hulu if y'all want to watch it. No, I don't. <laughs> I need you to watch it. <laughs> okay, y'all. We're going to take a break to listen to our sponsors. We'll be back. And welcome back. And we're just going to transition right on into our Someone Something i gotta find i gotta find that clip of iyala yelling penis (laughs) i didn't know she ever yelled (laughs) oh my god i gotta find it and send it to you oh my god i gotta find it and send it to you you let a penis penetrate your friendship So the internet has been full of penises the past couple days. <laughs> and, and, and I, I just, like, <laughs> like to start, I think it started off with ASAP Rocky. Yeah, and I, I found so. that, and I was like, not much to call home of that. Then it was Steph Curry, and Twitter had blocked everything. So I'm over here like googling Steph Curry. Wait, wait, I'm you're like, going too I fast. You're going, you're, you're going too okay. fast. We're gonna let's take go back one to ASAP Rocky. Let's go to okay, ASAP. Let's talk about ASAP Rocky. So that was the point. Was that it was nothing home to write home about because he was always <laughs> I kills the pussy, I beats up the pussy, I do this, I do that, and it's like ASAP. <laughs> and so. It was just so funny because I didn't, I did not know about the leak or whatever until he put out a tweet or something and it was weird. It was weird. He put out a tweet like, (laughs) he basically said in his tweet, like, do not judge him by this. And he is his penis's attorney and they can provide plenty of witnesses that and women from the past who can say that they were satisfied. And it was just stupid. It was stupid. So it was like, bruh, had you said nothing, I wouldn't have known. Now I got to dig for this and now I got to find it. Right. <laughs> and so when I saw it, it was like, well, before I saw it, another friend told me, she was like, it ain't much. It's just a bunch of silicone. So I expected to see boobs. <laughs> I wouldn't think Ooh. about it was a silicone ass. <laughs> <laughs> but that ass looked hard as a rock and not in a good way. It didn't even it didn't even jiggle when he slapped it. It looked like it hurt his hand. <laughs> it just looked like the amateur section of Tasty Blacks. <laughs> <laughs> It was just whack. (laughs) It was whack, and I'm and again, you know, it just it actually just reminded me of like how much I want to like ASAP. Not the video; the video didn't remind me of that. But I kind of forgot he existed, and it just reminded me of how much I want to like ASAP Rocky because he makes good music. But I've been done with him for like years now because he's an asshole, and so it's just like. 
here you go, coming back in my life when I didn't need you anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody said um, that he did it to distract people from Donald since, you know, the impeachment stuff, since Donald saved him from Ikea. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I can't. I can't. <laughs> you know, he went back over there and did like a benefit concert. Yeah, I don't understand. Uh, I well, you know what? We're not, that ain't what we're talking about. We're talking about penis. We're talking about penis. We ain't even talking about that. Right. So that was that. And this is another thing. This is so irresponsible to me. And I don't care, but I'm just going to say how I feel because I have a platform and I can say how I feel. What I do. <laughs> I don't want to see no condoms in my porn. I just don't. I'm sorry. I was like, I saw it. I was like, good for him. And I said the same thing too. And then I was like, but uh. <laughs> like, I don't want to see no condoms in my porn. Like, that's probably. That's why it belongs to the amateur section. <laughs> Girl, they don't be having con- I Listen, amateur porn is the best, number one. Number two. <laughs> Number two, um, I it's it, you know that's probably why it takes me it takes me forever to find the perfect video. Because <laughs> I'm picky about my porn, and one thing I don't want is condoms. I don't like a lot of fake asses and fake titties either. I that I for your if your titty be like sitting up from your chest, like I can't stand it. I don't want to see fake boobs. I don't want to see no fake ass. I don't want to see no condoms. <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I don't want no whole bunch of talking. I just want you to get to it. Like, I don't want no loud, unnecessary moaning. And that's how the girl was in the ASAP video. Like, you could tell there was a manufactured moan. Like, like. She didn't feel that at all. Anywho, who was next? Who was next after that? Steph. And so right. this is the weird thing about it, because like I was searching the inner depths of the internet. I have no attraction for Steph Curry. He is so damn light skin. I don't like yellow men. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, over there, like I have never searched anything about Steph Curry as hard as I did that. But it was like it all came out in the morning when you know normal people is at work. But by the time I was searching it, it was in the evening, and like. <laughs> The Warriors had shut that shit down. <laughs> so I There's ended nothing up, left. <laughs> I ended up seeing it. Even after we mentioned it to each other, I saw it and I wasn't looking for it. It was on my timeline. And no screenshots? This is weird. How dare you? I'm sorry. So, listen. Okay, we had to know. make a pact. <laughs> but wait a minute. I have feelings about this one. And okay. it's just that, I don't know. Because, you know what? If you have a sex tape and someone leaks it, that's clearly a violation of trust. And that should be taken seriously. Mm-hmm. Although, most of the time, I'm just like, fuck them niggas. But I felt a way about it being a locker room pick. I felt a way about somebody taking a picture of him in the locker room. Because, like, that's my job. And at a locker room, I should be able to walk around naked because that's what niggas do in the locker room and it be okay. Like, I I, I don't know. I wasn't I mean, okay with fine. that. You don't have to share but it to also, everybody, but you should share it to me. <laughs> also, 
So it someone said it was photoshopped or it wasn't re it would have made your stomach turn. It wasn't it wasn't it wasn't no. cute. It was all I mean, that's it was all light and and, and, and it was that's why I was like I don't know what's wrong with me because I don't like pink pink. I was like literally I was texting y'all I was like I'm over here looking for pink beige pink and I I don't want it like I don't know why I need to see it but it's just curiosity like when I saw it on my timeline like I was just scrolling and when I came to it I said ah and I went right past it real quick because I didn't know what it was. Like, it kind of scared me. <laughs> right. That's how I felt about Chris Brown's. <laughs> oh, but you know what? Chris Brown's wasn't that light, though. It wasn't as light as he is. He has a darker pee. Why do we know so much about penises? <laughs> <laughs> that we've never seen in real life. <laughs> but then, like, that Steph one, like you said, though, they weren't quick... <laughs> Like somebody was like, he got Aisha out here begging for penis. <laughs> People know Aisha is begging for this man to pay some attention to her, and y'all just go put his penis all over the internet. <laughs> like it's, it's like, like I said, it's, it's just cl- mere curiosity. Like, I don't want that. <laughs> it's clearly like a Snapchat. Like it's clearly like somebody was snapping maybe and he just happened to be in the thing. But it's like don't yeah. do that in the locker room. I felt violated for him. Nah, I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> Zoyan is so cutthroat. Oh my god. It's it's so bad because like if it, it happened to a woman, I'd be so upset as a feminist. But as a man, I'm like, fuck that. Let me see. <laughs> because that's how the men do us all the time. Because, oh, right. oh let's move on so to the next one. Because the next one is where the men really came and showed their asses. <laughs> where the men really showed what they're working with, which is absolutely nothing, obviously. <laughs> Hell. Uh, so, yesterday, the day that the baby was in Dallas... <laughs> And I was at home because I was scared of other baby fans. Anyways, um, <laughs> there was some news. There were leaks. There were potentially the baby. We don't know. Um, well, well but... no, it's not. It's not him. Um, <clears throat> they belong to a guy, Jay Ripper. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and um, he has an OnlyFans page, so you can definitely get a glimpse of that. Uh it's not baby and baby conf- baby said it wasn't his pretty early on he was like i don't send nudes he just left it at that but um i saw but he just has a bde <laughs> <laughs> oh i know he does listen i know he does i've dealt with right. too many niggas that have his same like personality gotcha. that has his same build <laughs> Because let me tell you something. Don't you set listen. We all love tall niggas. We all do. But don't you ever count out a little nigga, okay? Especially from the South. Okay? <laughs> uh, don't let him be kind of skinny, too. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> you going to be in for the ride of your life? <laughs> the ride. This, listen, that moment in time when we all believed that this was the baby's pain was one of the most glorious moments on Twitter for on Twitter, women I have right. ever seen. 
we have not been that click tight since, I like, know, right? Scandal. And it's not like, we were all like, we want to fuck, and it's like, cool, you can come after me. And, you know, like, we were like, ooh, that's my man. Don't. Like, no, like, we no, all agree, no. like, collectively. Because we recognize, <laughs> we recognize this is something that you need to share with your loved ones. Then here come right. all the niggas. Uh, isn't this revenge porn? Isn't this right. nigga? I mean, y'all right. acting like y'all. Do, I mean, it was so like you could clearly tell who ain't ha- who has a small penis. You knew because <laughs> a nigga with a big dick, he is not gonna be worried about. What he, he's not gonna right. be worried about us talking about the baby's penis, which it wasn't the baby, but still, he's not gonna be worried about that at all. Right. Like even there Lizzo. Even Lizzo said on, on, on Instagram, she left a comment like, hey, big head, with the big, with the big little eyes. <laughs> I there, was somebody, there was a tweet that was like, uh, the baby, whatever was leaked, and the guys was out to meet her man. <laughs> so I was like, yeah, you're right. That <laughs> it was, was so it was, sick. Hilarity, but I it was more like I laughed at it at night, and I woke up Sunday. I was like, "Why y'all still talking about this? This is the Lord's day." The Lord made that penis, girl. (sighs) And then his baby mama. Oh yeah, I was just like, you just gotta know that we all want that, girl. She was like. Let me let y'all know like, right now. Let me post all these pics with our cherry and us. I don't care. <laughs> right? It's like, I'm not trying to have this baby girl. <laughs> I ain't what... trying to have a life with him. I just want, you know, a night with him. <laughs> this one girl was like, I've never in life wanted to have children. I do not want kids. I do not want kids. I do not want kids. The baby can definitely shoot the club up. She was like, he can just... I'm not even going to make him pull out. I'm not going to make him pull out. Right. That is... No. <laughs> so... And that's the funny thing about it. like, even if that's not his, I still want him to shoot the club up. <laughs> I still want him to shoot the club up. And you know how you know that he is a big dick nigga? Because... All he said was, I don't send news. And he left it at that. He he didn't try to take credit for it because it wasn't his. But then he mm. also didn't shit on it. He just let it be right. known, hey, I don't send news. And left it at that. Like, because that's how you know. Because be still talking. They <laughs> were still yapping. They don't, okay, so the next time, okay, so the next time a girl news can leave, we don't want to hear nothing from y'all. Nigga, shut up. Shut up. They and still there was like, yapping. A tweet from 2015 where he was like, hey, uh, um, you know, selling sex, $50 for 30 minutes, $100 for an hour. And so many people responded oh. to that tweet. I was like, how'd y'all find that tweet? How do y'all be finding these old-ass <laughs> tweets? <laughs> but so, I mean, his tweets were just, his mentions were... Or it's probably still on fire. <laughs> I mean, like, so I'm women. not gonna lie. I'm not gonna lie. I went to the guy's page who that penis actually belongs to. <laughs> and he has that video yeah. pinned. Okay. <laughs> and That's he has a like, and he has a lot of stuff 
on his page. Now, I didn't follow him, but um, I probably will be revisiting that page. I don't do OnlyFans because I don't believe in paying. You know, right. I, I I get my porn for free like every other red-blooded American. But <laughs> I will be revisiting his Twitter. <laughs> I I don't even care about the other guy because I will save it for the baby. <laughs> Whatever he has, I will even get it. <laughs> and that was a beautiful... Not only was it like a nice size, a nice girth, it was just beautiful i tell you whose penis it reminds me of who we just <laughs> learned is expecting a baby it reminds me of meek's penis this was a few years back when meek's penis was making the rounds on twitter meek's penis now not in size because his penis ain't quite that big but he had a beautiful penis it was just beautiful you just want to <laughs> hug it and squeeze it and love it all night long <laughs> it was just yeah I trust, after Safari, I trust Nikki's judgment. <laughs> oh my God. Safari. <laughs> Let me tell you something. I am not afraid to tell a man no once I see his penis size. And I would definitely tell Safari no. Now, if you're going to marry right. me, maybe. But if you just finna hit it and quit it, Nigga, I need my walls. I got to be able to get another man. I'm going to tell you no. <laughs> but now, uh, Meeks was nice. I'm not shitting on Meeks. It was nice. But I'm just saying, the baby had a wonderful penis. So then, of course, somebody dug up an old picture of someone else and tossed it out there. And I was blacky for that shit. <laughs> <laughs> I almost blocked you. I was like, you know what? I don't even need a podcast anymore. <laughs> the thing is, I've seen that picture before. Like, I, I knew it wasn't. Well, I mean, you could look at it and tell it's not new. But I've seen that one before. But the thing, I forgot how shocked I was when I saw it. So we're talking about Kanye. And mm-hmm. this was back in the uh, Carrie Hilson knock you down era when that picture came out. Mm-hmm. So this is like oh nine, maybe ten. And I remember when I saw it, I was in I was impressed because I didn't think I mean it's not a full picture, so you don't know exactly how much he's working with. But I mean, it's more than I expected, that's all I was saying. I was immediately offended at all the pubic hair. <laughs> Listen. <laughs> I mean, I call like, me gross, gross. I, don't I don't know, but I don't mind pubic hair on a dude. I don't care about it. I feel like I'm sure Kim does not allow him to have that much pubic hair anymore. I hope so. I hope she has some standards. Um, anyways. So, anyway, that's all for her. <laughs> Someone, something. It was just so much penis on the internet. This week. It was just no way I could not talk about it. It was just so much penis. Like, in one day. <laughs> I just wanted to let y'all know that Chris it's has okay. us recording on the Lord's Day talking about penis. <laughs> I couldn't help it, y'all. It was so much penis in such a small span of time. Such a penis, penis, penis everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. Let me get it together so we can move on. <sighs> Okay. <laughs> so now we're going to move on to this week's poor life decision. 
And we're going to talk about anxiety around New Year's Eve now, or just facing the coming new year. So we've talked about anxiety a lot. And personally, of course, I suffer from anxiety, but I also feel like a lot of us have a lot of anxious tendencies that we may not recognize. So I thought great time to talk about anxiety in the new year. New Year's Eve is billed as the ultimate carefree holiday, but it's actually a catalyst of anxiety for many people. The closing of the year invites us to reflect, and that reflection isn't always positive. Maybe there was something you meant to do but didn't. Maybe the forced festivity of the holiday season has you feeling overwhelmed and socially isolated. Maybe the end of the year has you reflecting on the inevitable forward march of time and your place in the universe. Insert Chris's existential crisis, because yes, I have one of these (laughs) every year around this time. Regardless of the reason, the end of the year can be a tricky time for everyone. And particularly for those of us who struggle with anxiety and depression. Here are some ways to beat the anxiety and focus on the positive as the promise of another year opens. Fight the temptation to ruminate. This is a big one. With the year wrapping up, it's natural to take stock of where you've been and what you've done. The lucky among us will be able to reflect with a sense of accomplishment and satisfaction. It's also easy to feel that no matter what you've accomplished this year, it's not enough. Patterns of repetitive negative thinking called rumination keep us doubting ourselves rather than looking forward and moving forward. If you find yourself ruminating, it can be a good idea to take a step back and examine your patterns of thought. Be mindful of negative loops of thought in order to change them to healthier thinking. You can also work on changing ruminating into positive action. And they give several examples. One example is if you feel stuck in your career, think of small attainable steps you can take every day to move in the direction of a career you want. Um, I ruminate like nobody's business. Like that was something <laughs> that I actually worked on in therapy because I will just replay the same thing over and over again and it's it's negative things like I never do that with positive things because that's too much not right so you have to work on catching yourself do that when you're doing that and like replacing those thoughts and one thing they also mentioned about like if you feel stuck in your career or with anything taking small steps to make it better that absolutely worked for me career-wise when I felt stuck just the just the simple action of looking for a new job looking for something new applying to new jobs will make me feel better um I think generally I I try to keep myself out of a rut and so I think I do again I go back to like the whole notion of like what would other people be jealous of me that I did this year (laughs) or like what you know some positives that I've had this year and try not to dwell on, you know, the negatives of the year. Because a lot of times the negatives are very internal, so nobody else even sees it. <laughs> and, you know, yeah. you see it if you have a HDC to your failures, but 
you know, on the outside, it's not even visible. Yeah, very right. The next tip, warm up against winter weather. The weather can be a legit reason for stress. The shorter days and colder Mm -hmm. weather of winter can exasperate symptoms in people with depression and can cause seasonal depression in others. This is called depression with a seasonal pattern or seasonal affective disorder, SAD. We've talked about this several times before. (laughs) We've mentioned light therapy on the show before um, to help with the SAD. And it's basically just what it sounds like. Uh, They recommend, it's a recommended 20 to 60 minutes a day of exposure to bright fluorescent light, often in the form of a portable box. So, you know, I'm going to ask you doing it. Have you looked into getting one of those lights yet? (laughs) Not enough. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Whereas people like me love the cold. Like, I love the cold. I love the cold weather because I love being bundled up. Like, I don't like to be cold. But I like the cold weather because I like to be bundled up. So, it's like, wintertime is amazing. And I like to, like, walk around with my cup of coffee or my hot chocolate and my sweater and just stand outside. <clears throat> just feel so Hallmark movie-ish. <laughs> Even, like, when I look at, like, you know, Time Hop or, like, Facebook reminders, every year going back, I see, like, dry patches on my face and I'm like... <laughs> in addition to the fact that I don't like, you know, it getting dark so early, like my yeah. face, oh, I love the dark. freaks out <laughs> in, in the cold weather, and I don't know what to do with it. <laughs> so, um, did you try the rough and bumpy skin? Yeah, it still burns my face a little bit now that like my nose isn't as raw. But it still burns my face a little bit, and I, I think I just need like deeply exfoliate to get these well, dry patches off. Well, don't and use not it put the rough it, and buffy on it. Don't <laughs> use it if it burns because it doesn't. I've used it even with compromised skin. Even when my skin has been compromised, it doesn't burn me. And I use actual oh. acids. Like aside from being in a product, I use lactic acid in a bottle as my exfoliating exfoliator, and it doesn't burn me. But when your skin burns from products like that, it's because your barrier is broken. So you probably need to just try something else. You mentioned the Aveeno. Aveeno is really good. Like when I'm having a psoriasis outbreak, that's what I go to. Because when I have a psoriasis outbreak, water burns. Everything burns. So (laughs) Aveeno is really good I'll sell you this jar for $25. (laughs) I mean, that's about how much it costs. Oh, you're talking about the survey. Well, you can get yeah, it on your body. Because well, yeah, okay, I mean, we'll it's see. actually... Yeah, because it works on my hands. It's just not yeah. on my face. I can't yeah. do it on my face. Yeah. And okay. so, uh, but I do want to... Uh, this is not a plug, and because we're not getting paid, but the same brand, they do make mm-hmm. other... I particularly like the Rough and Bumpy just because of those acids that they have in them. In them. But yeah. you can definitely... They have other facial creams that don't have that in there and I strongly suggest checking them out just because they're really really um they have I don't want to say the word wrong so anyway they have things to help you build up your barrier and they are very moisture giving 
So mm-hmm. I would I would try something else, or what, or if you have an alternate already, that is very moisture giving, but you just have to be careful. You know, well, I don't think, well, I take that back. I don't think you have the same problem as me when it comes to makeup because I like a matte yeah. face and I don't think you care for your face to be as matte as I like mine. So I do have to be careful in the winter time to make sure I'm not over drying and trying to make mm-hmm. it matte. So, well, like my skin, like I said, my skin changes with the season. So okay. during the warmer weather, I'm more a combination. In the winter, I'm completely dry. <laughs> and so I have to, like, I literally have to have different products for different times yeah. a year. Yeah. So, alas. Okay. Make sure you're hydrating. Okay, I'm going to move on now. <laughs> Back to PLD. <laughs> so, another thing that I learned many years ago, okay, ditch the resolutions. Ditch the resolutions, guys. Uh, with the New Year, New You slogan blaring from every television screen and website, the pressure around self-improvement can make New Year's totally stressful. The pressure to set any resolution can lead us to set unrealistic goals and to then punish ourselves when, predictably, they fail to materialize. Now, this is not saying we shouldn't set goals to better ourselves, but it's just that whole oh, I'm going to lose 100 pounds or I'm going to lose 50 pounds even. Like, that's a big deal. So let's look a little bit more into what they say about ditching the resolutions. While self-improvement is an admirable goal, genuine genuine change comes gradually and with compassion. I think we've talked about that before with goal setting. Rather than setting a big resolution for the new year, focus on small practical commitments and then practice them kindly. You have anything you want to add before I move on? So for me, I don't call them resolutions anymore. I call them initiatives. Um, okay. If, especially if you work in corporate, like every year you do come up with new initiatives. And so my initiatives aren't even measurable because <laughs> I do want to give myself a lot of compassion. So like one of them is eat vegetables because I don't eat vegetables as much as I should have and so next year I'm gonna make a goal to eat more vegetables um telling myself I have books at home because I do have books at home that I haven't read (laughs) and so you know my initiative is trying to read the books at home before I buy more um and so it's things like I don't even fool myself with that one (laughs) I am very um the problem is I have book of the month, so I get a book every month, and I'll read books every month. <laughs> and so, like, things like that, like, I'm like, I really should, like, work on, you know, being more intentional about the things I do. Yeah. Um, I do give myself a lot of grace and self-compassion, and I think <laughs> there are times that I also need to give myself self-discipline. <laughs> Which yeah, is not necessarily self punishment, but um, right. just I think it doesn't hurt to look back at like where are some things that I should have done better this year, and yeah. where yeah. are some gentle ways I can nudge myself to do better next year. Yeah, and we and we do get to that, I think, <laughs> <laughs> or I did in my head anyway. <laughs> <laughs> so the next point the article makes is you can't quantify happiness. Amen. Amen. 
So for all the self-improvement rhetoric and the promises of glitz and happiness, New Year's celebration can actually embody one of the worst aspects of our culture. The idea that happiness is something that can be quantified through accomplishment rather than something lived. Of course, there's nothing wrong with having ambitions and wanting to grow personally and professionally, but ultimately, happiness isn't a race to the finish line. And racking up accomplishments or setting competitive intentions won't make us happy in a sustainable way. Instead, social science tells us that genuine happiness comes from community, gratitude, and connection. This is very, 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 very true. And so, yeah. Like, I think also, sorry, you go No, you can go ahead. Okay. Uh, America has like a culture of accomplishment and I don't think it happens in other cultures, especially European cultures and they're far yeah. more happier than we are. So, yeah. <laughs> you know, like, even true. like the notion of his, his, anyways, the whole notion is just being comfortable and setting like a comfortable setting in your house and if you think about the states where like minimalists, you don't need to have anything so you can be happy. <laughs> it's like, no, like sometimes you need a few extra blankets and a mug you like just to be comfortable and happy <laughs> and things like that. Yeah. So I feel like America does happiness very long, wrong <laughs> mm-hmm. in mm-hmm. general. And so, mm-hmm. yeah, like I think because we're always looking to quantify something, maybe it's not. Like sometimes it's just like, you know, finding the peanut butter lover Reese's <laughs> you know at the grocery store or you know it's little things that make you happy and it's not like oh getting a x number raised every year is what makes you happy yeah I mean but I would like to try it yeah definitely um but sitting in your own home that you own that's a level of happiness no we're not gonna no it is for a lot of people i'm sure oh we'll talk about Uh, a different story for a different day but um yeah that is very true though we do have a way of trying to make happiness be a checklist and mm-hmm. uh, you don't see that a lot in other cultures. And so we just have to work on. And that's a, that's a great cue to pull away some from social media. Because we've mm-hmm. talked about this several times on the show. But it can affect your happiness without you even really noticing that that's taking place. Yeah. And lastly, our article calls for us to use reflection instead of resolution. So take a moment to really reflect on what all of those corny holiday songs keep telling you. While yes, you know, it is totally annoying to hear it's the most wonderful time of the year and have yourself a merry little Christmas playing on loop for the thousandth time. There's also serious wisdom in those cliched lyrics, focusing on the simple pleasures of gratitude and social connection. Excuse me. This New Year's Eve, allow yourself to let go of the pressure to set a strict resolution 
and simply enjoy where and who you are. Ta-da! I think this Christmas season, I realize how much I love buying gifts for people because it shows how well I know people (laughs) and how well I listen because I don't listen regularly. But I do listen to little things that people say. And so, like, that's the thing that I've learned to reflect. Yeah, I go broke just about every Christmas because I do listen to people and I do pay attention to things they do. And I want to show you that I love you. Whether or not you give me anything back because people are horrible gift givers. But (laughs) um, that's, like, the thing that I've learned in my reflection, like, this season. Like, I am, while I have been, like, in the pits about this weather i'm so excited because it's the most wonderful time of the year and i'm doing things that i feel like it's important for the people i care about oh that's so your sweet. gift is at my house because i hate shipping shit <laughs> well my birthday's in january so just save it to my birthday okay that's <laughs> thank fine. you and i'll show out Birthday. That no, means I'm buying don't show more stuff. Out. Don't show out. <laughs> it's what I do. I love people. <laughs> but you know, I I'm the same way. I like for my gift giving to be thoughtful. Yeah. And so I want it to mean something to you, and I want you to know that I thought of you when I bought it. So this year I saw an amazing thing. I was watching my line sister's Instagram stories because I don't have anything to do with my life. But basically, (laughs) they had a party where they bought things that they enjoy. And they gave them to the group of women. So, like, they got, like, hair masks and, like, face masks and things like that. So, like, with a group of people, that's really great because it's like, now, of course, people bought champagne and things like that. And it's like, well, this is something you enjoy and you think that other people are going to enjoy as well. Yeah. And so you end up getting, because you buy things for every single person, but you end up getting a lot of things that hopefully you'll like. And it doesn't feel that impersonal because it's like the outpouring of you. Right. <laughs> I like right. it. I might do I it. I like that. <laughs> I like that. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, it was super cute. <laughs> oh. Okay. So <laughs> we're going to move on to our favorite part of the show the buy you a drink (laughs) that's how you can tell i had a lot of whiskey in me (laughs) (laughs) okay do you have anyone you want to buy a drink for or thing person place or thing or i do to buy a drink for my line sisters because they're great humans (laughs) i love them I learned a lot of things from, you know, just, you know, being with or talking with and having life with different ones. So, I love them. Yay! Okay, well, tonight I am going to buy a drink for my secretary, who, when we return to work, will no longer be my secretary. (laughs) She kind of got a uh, promotion Really, things kind of got shifted around at work. And anyway, mm-hmm. she's she's getting a promotion. She's moving up. She's going to be the head secretary. So she's going to be downstairs now. So um, I just want to buy her a drink for being wonderful. I'm going to miss her all the time. 
<laughs> I already know who my new secretary is going to be, and I'm not happy about it. But you know, sometimes you got to be a team player. <sighs> so, <laughs> like, I work in a very um, white space, but mm-hmm. upstairs where my office is is very black. All of us up there are black, except for now when we come back. I will have a non black secretary. So. <laughs> that's not why that's not why I don't I mean it's not that I don't like her and that's not why I'm uh, not happy about her being my secretary it's just that yeah. she don't do shit so <laughs> but it's okay <laughs> it's alright it's gonna be fine I'm, I'm, be I'm fine. being a team player and everything's gonna work okay Yeah. I mean you did train her up to the way that she would go so <laughs> Pat on my back. <laughs> right. I have faith in you. <laughs> okay. So, guys, thank you once again for, you know, tuning in to us every week. This has been a wonderful year. Um, We just really hope that you, that we brought some kind of joy to you, that we, you know, made you smile lightened up because i'm sure it gets really hectic you know the closer it gets to christmas super hectic and i hope that we made you smile while you're getting ready to entertain i hope you enjoyed our drunk giggles <laughs> yes please because <laughs> <laughs> this is the last last set of the decade <laughs> <laughs> so guys don't forget to uh go to itunes and rate us five stars. The others do not work. Leave us a very good review. I promise you we're going to read them. We're going to read them. And you're going to be pod famous. Goya, <laughs> can you tell people how to get in contact with us? So we are on Instagram. It's Poor Life Decision. One decision because we're changing them one at a time. Including me getting better at saying decision at the end of the podcast. Because I'm not that drunk. <laughs> <laughs> We're also on Etsy as Poor Life Decision. Again, all one word. Uh, we're on Instagram. Or, sorry. We're on Twitter. <laughs> it's PLD Pod. Chris keeps it lit with the tweets. And I just come in and talk about random shit. Maybe I might start talking about my Christmas movies. Because I'm still watching them. <laughs> Until, you know, the end of Kwanzaa. <laughs> well, you gonna be watching those Christmas movies until February the fifteenth, right? Until they stop <laughs> suggesting them, <laughs> take them away, and then I guess I'll stop watching. Anyways, um, you can always email us at hello at poorlifedecision dot com. Uh, you can DM us. Our DMs are always open. We just would love to talk to y'all any way that you want. Uh, we're kind of weirded out by pigeons, but you can definitely send an owl. <laughs> no, because then I think I'm going to Hogwarts and I'm going to lose my shit when I don't get to go. <laughs> just don't send me a howler. I just don't want nothing at me. <laughs> okay, guys. Drink your water. Use your sunscreen. Um, I don't know what else to say. I just Call love your y'all. person. Call your person. That's right. <laughs> okay. Happy holidays. We love you. We'll talk we to you y'all. after Kwanzaa. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Jingle bells, mother for twelve. I'ma drop a bag on your head.
The neighbors won't tell and we left with no shells It's a dead man sleeping in your bed Jingle, jingle, I'm Kris Kringle Trying to stay